Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of State of the Union, your weekly breakdown of all things Scottish independence. I am your host, Stephen Payton. The date is Friday the 16th of July, 2021. Let's get into it. So the big indie story this week is the news that the UK government have refused to release their secret polling data on the union, despite a legal order to make the information available. So... A quick recap. The Tories have been carrying out secretive polling and attitudes towards the Union over the past few years, and just recently the Cabinet Office was ordered by a tribunal to release all of its data on the subject. Alongside that, it turned out that Michael Gove appears to have misused public funds meant for tackling coronavirus to instead carry out studies on attitudes towards the Union. Meanwhile, the Tories have tried to claim that the Cabinet Office does not engage in political polling, which, well... (sighs) the evidence seems to disagree on that one. So far, so shambolic. As a result of the challenge from SNP MP Tommy Shepard, it was ruled by a tribunal that the Cabinet Office had to release its mysterious polling data within 28 days. Well, friends, that deadline has now passed and the data is nowhere to be seen. With the deadline expired, the Tories have only now decided to announce their decision to appeal the ruling, thus dragging this entire thing out for as long as possible. It's an odd move for a department that, for all intents and purposes, is still claiming that it hasn't actually been carrying out any sort of polling, isn't it? Of course, there are a number of reasons why the Cabinet Office and Michael Gove would want to keep this data hush-hush. For a start, it may give a pretty good measure of how support for independence stands in Scotland, and if that shows a majority in support of yes, It would mean that all the UK government's bluster about Scots not wanting a second referendum was made while they knew the opposite was true. But on top of that, the Freedom of Information request also asked for figures on just how much public money has been spent on this secret polling data. So, yeah, when published, the data will show us how attitudes around independence have shifted since 2018, but also we'll get to see just how much money the establishment have been throwing at this issue to keep track of it. It would be fair to say that Gove and his department have taken the defeat less than gracefully. Not only are they dragging out the process, but Tommy Shepard only found out about the decision to appeal after the news was published in The National. They did not even bother to inform him of the update to his case. Shepard says, I have long suspected that Mr. Gove did not want the information surrounding secret polling made public. His decision to appeal the tribunal's ruling further enhances that suspicion. If he has nothing to hide, why does he feel the need to appeal? The UK government are hiding vital information from the general public. Full transparency on how their money has been misspent is urgently required. This is an approach that is pretty typical of the Tories under Boris Johnson. The general rule of thumb seems to be that if you have a square peg and a round hole, you just keep mashing it through until it goes. Then just drop a union flag over it to cover up the damage. That, however, is an approach that may cost them in a future independence referendum, according to Professor Kieran Martin, one of the UK's foremost constitution experts. Martin, who was the Constitution Director at the Cabinet Office from 2011 and helped to forge the Edinburgh Agreement, has said that the Tories' muscular unionism would make a new Better Together campaign impossible come Indy Ref 2. He said that the UK government's approach to devolution will be a key factor in the next referendum. And according to Martin, people are suspicious of whether or not the Tories actually support devolution or not. 
Well, yeah. <laughs> Look at Boris Johnson's comments on how devolution has been a disaster. Or Dominic Cummings' claim that Johnson would roll back devolution if he could. I'm not so much suspicious of the Tories' position in devolution as I am full-scale alarmed at what the party may think itself capable of in the near future. Martin went on to make the point that another better coalition may be impossible purely because the different versions of what the UK should be among the pro-union parties would make it so. Labour, while pro-union, at least supports some parts of devolution, even if they've been a major roadblock in devolving further powers. As much as I'm bored about hearing of their ill-conceived plans around federalism, they aren't supportive of the destruction of the devolved settlement like certain other political groups are. But, I personally don't think this would realistically be a barrier to a next version of Better Together. For the simple reason that, come another referendum, the Tories will say whatever they need to during the campaign to win it. Whatever the focus groups tell them they need to say, it doesn't matter one jaw if it's true or not, and we would not likely see what the Tories really had planned until the day that the results roll in. Remember how David Cameron spent the morning of the last referendum result immediately launching into English votes for English laws after going on and on about our family of nations for the preceding weeks? Well, yeah, that's David Cameron, but Boris Johnson is so much worse than that. Plus, Labour seem intent on just making the same mistakes ad nauseum at this point, so it makes sense they go rushing back to some kind of campaigning arrangement. Oh, who knows? Maybe they'll surprise us all. They certainly have a little time to pass right now and a growing base of members who actually back independence to deal with before the next poll on Scotland's future. So who knows, maybe they'll have a little change of heart between now and then. But that's all we have time for this week. So with all that said, where does that leave the state of the union? Like Michael Gove and the cabinet office running out of time and options. See you all again next week.